welcome to all our listeners of Srimad Devi Bhagwat. Now we will be listening to chapter 5, episodes 21 and 22. Vyasti says, Hey Rajan, listen, I will tell you a famous story of the Devi. That is, Shumbha, Nishumbha receive a boon from Brahma. They defeat the Devas. The Devas appeal to Devi for help. This story gives happiness to all living beings and also destroys all sins. Shumbha and Nishumbha were two very powerful demons. They were brothers. They could not be destroyed by anyone and they had mighty armies. Their main occupation was to harass the Devas. They were very proud and arrogant. The entire Dhanava community supported them. They fought battle with the Devi and were killed. For the benevolence of the Devas, the Devi came with her attendants and destroyed both these demons. It was during this battle that the powerful demons Chanda and Munda, the fierce Raktabija and the dreadful Dhumralochana were also killed. By destroying them, the Devi freed the Devas from fear. After being venerated and adored by the Devas, the Devi went to the holy mountains, the Himalayas. King Janmaje asked, who were these ancient Danvas and how did they become so powerful and invincible? Who supported them and how did they meet their death at the hands of a woman? Whom did they impress with their tapasya and who granted them boons? Please tell me all this in detail. Vyasi says, King, listen to this story which is connected with the Devi. It is very stupendous and profound. Just by listening to it, sins are washed away. This most auspicious and holy story grants virtuous life, success in all endeavors, fulfillment of pure desires and liberation of salvation. This story is ancient. Shumbha and Nishumbha were two famous Danvas who came to earth from Patala. They were brothers and had a fearsome appearance. They had reached the age of maturity. They decided to perform rigid austerities. They went to the sacred pal place, Pushkara, near Ajmer, and began their tapasya. They renounced food and water. Their tapasya lasted for 10,000 years. In the end, the creator of the universe, Sri Brahmadeva, came before them, seated on a swan. He said, O most fortunate ones, arise. I am pleased with your tapasya. Ask whatever you desire. I am prepared to grant it. Vyasji says, Hearing Brahmaji's pleasing voice, their meditation broke and they became alert. They performed a pradakshina around Brahma 
and then prostrated before him. Then, with great humility, they spoke to him in sweet voices. O God of gods, ocean of compassion, Brahma, you give protection to your devotees. O glorious one, if you are pleased with us, grant us immortality. There is no other fear that we have but of death. Because we are terrified, we have come to you for help. You are the foremost among gods. You are the creator of the universe. You are the storehouse of compassion. O universal God, we are at your mercy. Please release us from this fear of birth and death. Brahmaji said, What an impossible boon you are asking for. In these three worlds, there is no one who can grant you such a boon. It can never be given. It is ordained that what is born must die. And what dies is reborn. The Almighty has established this Mariada as a permanent law. All living things are mortal. There can be no doubt about this. Therefore, ask for any other boon, I will fulfill that. Vyasthi says, Hearing this, Shumba and Nishumba fell into deep thought. Then they humbly said, O most benevolent one, grant that we should not die by the hand of any male god, man, animal, bird. This is our desire. Of course, the Female of any species does not possess enough strength to kill us. We have not even an iota of fear from any female in the three worlds. Brahmaji, both of us brothers desire only that no male of any species should cause our death. We do not fear females because by nature they are weaker. Vyasji says, Brahmaji immediately granted the boon and returned to his abode. The two demons also returned to their home. When they reached, they called Shukracharya, installed him as their guru and Purohit, that is family priest, and performed puja to him. Then, choosing an auspicious date and time, Muni Shukracharya gave them a silver singhasan, that is throne. Being the elder brother, Shumba ascended the throne. All the Danvas paid tribute to their leader. Chanda and Munda, two brave and powerful Danva brothers, came with large armies to support Shumba. They had many elephants, horses and chariots in their army. Dhumralochana was another arrogant and proud demon. When he heard that Shumba had been installed as a leader of the Danvas, he came with his army to show allegiance. In the same way, another demon called Raktabija also came. By virtue of a boon, he had become extremely powerful. He had two Akshahoini armies. Akshahoini, an army, is considered complete when it consists of 109,350 foot soldiers, 65,600 
110 horses, 21,870 chariots and 21,870 elephants. Raktabicha had two such complete armies. The reason for this great power was that when wounded by any weapon, every drop of blood that fell from his body as soon as it touched the earth became an identical demon as Raktabija. Every new demon thus produced would be fully armed with weapons and armor. All the demons that were produced from drops of his blood were identical in appearance and ready to plunge into battle immediately. For this reason, Raktabija was considered unconquerable and invincible on the battlefield. No one could ever kill him. Besides, these famous Danvas, a host of other demons, also came to swear allegiance to Shumbha. All of them owned Chaturanga armies, army consisting of four divisions, horses, elephants, chariots and infantry. At that time, it was impossible to calculate the numerical strength of the military of Shumbha and Nishumbha. Shumbha had established his overlordship over the whole world. Namaste to our listeners of Srimad Devi Bhagavat. Have a blessed day.